Namaste and welcome to Arthreya Herbs Podcast, where we are here to support you, your family, and our community with the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda. My name is Barbara Guerrero, and I am an Ayurvedic practitioner here in Los Angeles. And today we have an excellent topic where we will share a small part of the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda um, as we discuss the mental state during menopause. So menopause oftentimes brings about uh, mind challenges that can be very intense. And Ayurveda can be very supportive mentally, physically, and spiritually during menopause. So let's talk about how the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda can help. And our discussion today will be with Vaidya J. Parla as he shares with us his own words of wisdom. Namaste, Vaidya J. Namaste, Barbara. Namaste to all our listeners. So nice to talk to you, Barbara. It has been a little, uh, you know, distant because of uh, yes. <laughs> even virtual distance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. so... Um, I'm really excited about this uh, uh, topic that we have today. It is definitely uh, something that can be very much beneficial to all our listeners going through this challenging period of menopause. Yes, and it affects a lot, a, a lot of uh, well, what half of our population? <laughs> yes, yes, it does. So. It does half of. The some people go through it without any issues. They like, you know, when when patients come to my clinic, they say, oh, I was just done with it like that. I didn't have any problems. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, there are people who just uh, have such, uh, you know, dragging uh, in effects of this dragging and draining almost uh, for, you know, a couple of years to many years. So. Um, it's a very interesting, you know, situation in this, even the 50% of population that you're saying are going through this type of, uh, you know, symptoms. Yes. And then yeah. we know too, it's just a challenging time right now in general for our world. So Correct. then this on top of it. So, <laughs> so let's start. So my first question, my first question for you is what kind of, what changes happen physically during menopause, which can affect, um, women mentally mm -hmm. yeah very very basic and fundamental question for all our listeners um so we have to go uh, into a little bit of principles of ayurveda because then we can um, build on these principles um, that can make sense to all our listeners why they are doing and what they are doing so when I say the principles, it's the, the, the core of Ayurvedic, you know, balance or health depends on the three uh, bio energies or bio systems, what I call them as bio systems. These bio systems are innate to us and they are uh, governing every aspect of our uh, physical well-being or health. Um, our disease also uh, comes out of these three biosystems. 
So the first biosystem that we have, we call it as VATA, V-A-T-A biosystem. Uh, I, I want to remind our uh, listeners that there will be a lot of information about this on our website, which is www.atreaherbs.com, in which they can read about what this VATA is all about. But I want to just briefly touch base here as, as far as the topic is concerned, uh, how it, we are going to relate to these biosystems. That's why I'm doing this brief you know, like a elevator talk about these three, um, you know, uh, biosystems, Vata, Pitta, and Kapha. So Vata is all about this movement. You know, it is um, generally regulating all physiological movements. Like if my heart is beating at 72 per minute, it's because my Vata is normal. Uh, or if I my bowel movements are happening regularly, that means my Vata is normal. If I'm sleeping on time and waking up at time, then may, my Vata is normal. So any movement that our bodies are capable, it's all done by this, um, you know, biosystem called as vata and it is influenced by uh, circulatory system, respiratory system, it's included digestive system. Every system, even every cell of our body is influenced by this and mega, you know, biosystem that we have. We call it as vata. And uh, the second one is, is, is pitta. Pitta is uh, somewhat um, metabolic in its nature. It uh, has the ability to, you know, transform, break down, digest, uh, tr you know, hormonally transform as well. So different, uh, you know, possibilities of pitta biosystem uh, is to help us with our um, basic metabolism. It may be liver metabolism, it may be brain and its metabolism, um, or you know, blood metabolism. Any metabolism is done by these, uh, the system called as pitta the biosystem. So these two in menopause, this is what is what uh, is changing. So in the middle age, our bodies are in under the care of pitta. So our bodies are metabolizing, uh, you know, taking the nutrition in, breaking it down, uh, helping our bodies to perform. That's what the pitta is doing. So generally, Ayurveda says that in the midlife, we are under pitta care right? So no matter what body type you belong to, it doesn't matter. So you go from pitta care to the menopause stage, which is after 50 years, you go into vata phase, which is movement. So from the digestive phase, you go to movement phase, right? So yeah. both of them are not happy about this. Like it's, it's almost <laughs> like <laughs> one is vacating the house, another one is taking possession of the house. So mm, both of them have anxiety issues, both of them are just budging each other. That's what exactly happens in this state for every woman who's going through the menopause. If they are easy, one vacates very peacefully, another one takes control of the house very easily, then you have no symptoms, everything is fine, you don't have any hot flashes, nothing. That's the first category that we talked about, they said, oh, my menopause was done like this. But if, you, if the pitta is stubborn and says, I'm so attached to these colors of these walls, the you know, body, <laughs> <laughs> so it just gets into this obsession mode, then pit, the pitta needs to be pushed out of the body. So when this pitta, which is to all our listeners, even though it represents metabolism, it induces heat. It is made from heat. It's made from fire element. So to transform, we need fire element. But if it goes out of balance, this fi fire is like wildfire. It just 
you know, you know, comes out of the furnace and then starts burning the house. So women who are going through this menopause have to really care for their pitta. So that's the first energy that our biosystem that needs to be balanced. If somebody has balanced their, um, the fire or the, the pitta biosystem throughout their life by eating you know, properly and exercising, sleeping on time, in those patients or in those people, the menopause is uneventful because they have um, you know, done their homework to prepare the body to go through menopause. If you have not done it, then the same pitta, instead of just, you know, transiting, it will become stubborn and starts producing the heat symptoms where excessive sweat, hot and, you know, feeling of hot all the time, um, that comes up. And, uh, and then the digestive issues, hair loss, um, all these are the symptoms of pitta being a little aggressive and not able to smoothly transit. Right? That's the first you know, pitta biosystem that we need to balance. The second thing is the vata biosystem, which is, I was saying, movement is some, somewhat windy in its character. So it's made from air you know, element. So this air element also is trying to push in. So that's the cold sensation, you know, sleep disturbance, anxiety, all that comes from the, the, the wind or the, the vata biosystem. So to a nutshell, Barbara, uh, we want to say that this pitta biosystem, the heat and the vata biosystem, the wind, those need to be balanced in order to go through a uneventful menopausal, you know, transition. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I know you mentioned three um, bioenergies, though, but we're just really concentrating on, on the two. Yeah, briefly, I right. want to just, you know, for, for listeners, uh, the last one is called Kapha biosystem, which is more water in its, uh, you know, elemental makeup. And this, uh, you know, biosystem is necessary for building and, and sustaining the body. So if the, the muscles are building normally, if the tissues are building normally, if uh, our gut is, you know, uh, having right amount of, you know, mucus layers and, and lubrication, all that comes from the Kapha biosystem. System, which is uh, higher in the uh, early part of life. Like, so when we are growing from the child, from the birth until uh, see, uh, the teenage or what we call as puberty, that's the kapha period from puberty to that of, you know, like menopause or, you know, um, the, the 50th year of the cycle of, of our life cycle is the pitta biosystem time. And then the last part beyond 50, it's vata biosystem time. So that's what, you know, I wanted to convey here since you asked what is the last biosystem that our body is influenced with. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. makes sense. Makes sense. And then that's that kind of leads me kind of you kind of answered the, the second question is, um, why do we become more emotional during these times? And I like the way you kind of explained it. One's trying to move in and the other one's saying, no, I'm not ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a turf war. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So the, the, I, I want to add another layer to this, Barbara, since you brought that question up that, you know, what is happening? Why do we become so emotional? Why do women become emotional during this transition? 
So we talked about the body, right? So the body has these biosystems, but the mind has two stages. In Ayurveda, we say them as rajasic state and tamasic state. So rajasic state is that state of mind where it is active. Like when we are, uh, uh, you know, like awake, mind needs to be active and continuously perceiving information, putting out information for, you know, uh, activity. So that state of our mind is called as rajas. And when we become, um, you know, more rested or when we are sleeping, when we are not active, that state is called as thamas. So there is those two stages in the mind. So to, to bring them, you know, body and mind together for our listeners, body is now going through this fire and wind changes. And the body, in the mind, we see that it will reflect onto the fire wind being rajasic. The mind becomes more active. In, in menopause, women think more. Their imaginations, like in a in a you know negative way, their imaginations become more critical. They will start thinking everything is so hurting. If somebody says something, they would have just brushed it off earlier. But during menopause, it just expands into this wildfire of wind and and then fire taking over their imagination, and then just you know they become extra sensitive. So that's what happens in the mind. So mind is just overwhelmed with all this emotional sensitivity that they're going through. So body brings the fire and the wind fight and the, the mind, it starts reflecting the uh, over imagination or over expanding thoughts that are very critical to the, the mind of the other women. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And, um, if, and now the, the secret is to just, uh, Okay, well, we now we know what causes it, so let's fix it. Right? So it was <laughs> just so easy. So, so, and then going with that, like you said, you know, you've got these all this um, emotions going on, and a little bit more sensitive to to things that maybe didn't bother you before. So then our sleep gets affected. Correct. Also, right? Absolutely correct. Yes, that's another piece of the puzzle, because as I said, Thomas. Thomas state or, or the, the state of mind that is more inertic. We need both of them. We need mind to be active. We need to, the mind to be passive. Passive when it is resting, active when it is awake. So, but what happens is because of this rajas or the active state of mind expanding, the passive state of mind becomes narrow. That's why the sleep becomes a challenge in most of the women going through menopause. We also want to remind all our listeners here, Barbara, that mind and body are never separate in Ayurveda. Whatever is going on in the mind will reflect onto the body. Whatever is reflecting on in the mind, I mean, whatever is happening in the mind will reflect onto the body as well. So this, you know, back and forth physically and physiologically, there are changes happening and mentally that's what the female experiences. There's a lot of stuff going on <laughs> at one time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it is a major shift. It's a major, major shift. And, you know, unfortunately, the, the fast-paced life, women have no time to, um, you know, slow down or take care of these this challenging time. They just run with the challenges in their family, in their work. So it's a very, you know, um, um, pitiful that people don't understand what women go through 
in uh, you know a menopausal state you you're absolutely right a lot of things going on and they need all the support that they that they can uh, you know uh, take take from from the family and from friends and and people who love um, uh, women going through these phases yes it can be very difficult and then that kind of brings me to my next point is too being in our western society is just the concept of aging that mm-hmm. i think menopause is looked at as uh, a bad word almost <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah but uh, you know if you take care of yourself um, with all our listeners don't be discouraged that menopause is happening it is the indicator that you're not going to be you know fertile anymore but it's just happening at one physical structure or physical system uh, that is the reproductive system but if you can support your entire body it can compensate really well for this deficiency that's happening at the reproductive system so there is hope and there is also light at the end of the tunnel um, and you know ayurveda as well as yoga can be really beneficial in this process like what you know you said barbara how do we fix this and believe me there is no one pill for this menopause is a lifestyle lifestyle approach is is what we need it's a lifestyle approach we need to change our diet we need to do a little bit of yoga we want to be out there doing something in the nature something like physical activity we want to uh, you know achieve something like um, in terms of herbs and supplements that can support the state or sometimes it can be like simple aroma or a change in uh, you know applying some cooling oil on the body to so all these steps cumulatively help women to go through a uneventful menopause that's what ayurveda always says you need to be mindful of everything that uh, you know uh, encircles or uh, the what you embrace in life everything needs to be embraced lifestyle diet uh, you know um, yoga breathing herbs everything needs to be considered uh, they, as i said people think okay i take a pill and it'll go away very rarely that happens um it is a lifestyle change that's what i wanted to remind all of our listeners here yeah 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 and i and i think too a good reminder is that this isn't a stage that you're going to stay in forever either so yeah. things will yeah. change and, and I, i i completely um, you know missed your question aging right uh, ayurveda is the science um or philosophy of long living you know signs of long living if there is one that is ayurveda so um in order to prevent the aging process the first thing that all our uh, you know listeners have to keep in mind is to balance the vata energy that's what it's going to take over the body now so the windy dry cold um mobile like very you know hypermobile type of an energy a movement oriented energy or my bio system is going to take the entire body now and going to make everything deplete so one best answer for this is good fats don't worry about gaining weight people think that okay in menopause we'll gain weight i want to you know take away the fats and this but people don't realize how important are the fats in keeping ourselves healthy i'm saying good fats i'll give you some examples like every day if you take a teaspoon of hemp seeds like hemp kernel seeds and then 
uh, take them in the morning with your cereal. You do it for three times, uh, I mean, three weeks a month, and one week you give a, you give a rest. So the type of oils that we have, that, you know, like Ayurveda says that the oil has exactly the opposite qualities to that of this wind mobile bioenergy that we have. So it, it completely counterbalances the uh, ill effects of the vata energy. So this oil that is present in the hemp seeds can be beneficial. So this is one. And omegas that are present are also great for the brain because brain fog is a common thing that happens during menopause. So you want to supplement it with good fat because everything is drying out. So the nerve cells are asking for this good fat. So that's one thing, the, the um, hemp seeds. Coconut oil. Coconut oil, you can use it orally, like mouth, you know, like oil pulling for three to five minutes in the morning. And if you're experiencing dryness vaginally, you can apply the coconut oil uh, just like a smear before going to you know, bed. That will take care of the dryness. Even before taking shower, taking some good you know, oil, like in Ayurveda, we have an oil called Maha Narayana Thailam, a mouthful to say, but a great oil to apply. <laughs> um, it is made from Shatavari, which is uh, the the tonic herb for females. You know, it has that the fresh juice of Shatavari put in to the oil with other ingredients and concocted. And that's the oil. You just put it on your body and you rub it on for some time. It's such a gentle you know, care, self-care that you start your day with because in menopause, everything seems to be so coming at you and, and overwhelming you. So you touch yourself with, with the oil, it makes you feel grounded. And it also makes this vata energy that is making everything unstable, everything seems to be moving and that kind of grounds you. So the oil massage and oil intake is what is highly, highly beneficial to prevent aging. The skin becomes glowing, the skin wrinkling stops. So this is something that all our listeners can do. Second thing is that a tonic that I talked about, Shatavari. No, Shatavari is the best tonic that is beneficial during the menopause. So what it does, it nourishes the body fluids because one of the things that happens with the water bioenergy coming in, the dryness, you know, all the tissues will become dry. The lymph will become dry. So this specific herb has so much of moisturizing quality that it just comes in, it nourishes the lymph, it nourishes the body fluids, it also nourishes the secretions inside the body. So Shatavari, Shatavari really means surrounded with 100 children, right? Or that's such great tonic herb. So we'll take that in, in the form of, you know, milk concoction, you can just boil it, put a teaspoon of, you know, uh, into almond milk or flax milk. If you're okay with the cow's milk, that's fine too. And add a little bit of ghee on top of it. And preferably shatavari ghee, made, ghee made from shatavari. So shatavari milk and shatavari ghee, you mix it together and then drink 
you don't need a lot a teaspoon of shatavari uh, powder in about a cup of milk uh, any nut milk and then a half a teaspoon of shatavari ghee you mix it all together maybe a little bit of like maple syrup or you know um, uh, coconut sugar or something you mix it such a great elixir you will you if you sip it you will feel it it's so nourishing so that's what i would recommend so one externally and internally oil and shatavari is one of the best tonics that you can take during menopause perfect so and and to go along with those um recommendations though that those recommendations will also help with um balancing out hormones because we know hormones too have a yeah, lot to do yeah, yeah. with I'll, that menopause. is a big big topic because everybody uh, you know they gets pushed into this you know um uh use of hormones there's nothing wrong about it sometimes it may be necessary but with a good health lifestyle support and diet support and herbal support maybe you can uh, get away um without doing it so um very good point barbara uh, the hormones can be balanced by uh, herbs as well uh, shatavari is one among them there is another one called ashoka which is also it's called saraka indica um, uh, or saraka ashoka this herb uh, is also a great um, uterine uh, you know tonic along with that there is another herb called as vidari kanda ipomia digitata these can be also incorporated into if you have a lot of uh, you know uh, hormonal imbalance so uh, and again nothing can uh, replace a practitioner it you have to consult our our audience have to consult a um, you know ayurvedic practitioner before they start experimenting um, but you know just a, a uh, you know a few Mm, uh, days of taking shatavari will indicate whether that your body is responding to it or not if you cannot find relief then it's better to consult an ayurvedic practitioner that's what i would recommend um so shatavari vidarikanda ashoka are great tonics uh, to to tune the the uterus and then the ovaries during this time also the piece of the puzzle that i wanted to tell everybody here is that digestion we cannot forget that in ayurveda we say that during menopause there is no room for any um, you know constipation or acid reflux or bloating and gas you should not have them if you entering into the menopause first take care of them because that's where all the problem starts vata system pitta system they're all based out of digestive tract that's why ayurveda gives a lot of importance to this so make sure that you take your diet very seriously you eat on time during menopause and then also spices like coriander cardamom um you know fennel um cumin cumin great Uh, for this time of the the you know life when men- menopause is happening black cumin we have two types of cumin black cumin you can make a tea out of them like black cumin powder cumin powder a little bit of turmeric and and cardamom um so that will all help in uh, you know um, cleansing the uterus but also keeping the uh, uterus healthy and uh, the um, ovaries healthy so the gi the gut and the uterine relation is very important if you don't supplement good stuff into your gut your reproductive system is going to be really uh, agitated 
So uh, I think I think we gave a lot out <laughs> for all our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I just don't want to confuse them. But you know, in a nutshell, you know, take care of your digestive system, take care of your skin and your body that's uh, you know needing oil, and then also the rejuvenating female tonics is what is beneficial. Lastly, a lifestyle that includes yoga or even simple walking just get away from the house walk into the nature and you will see how the nature replenishes you and makes you you know feel more um, you know nurtured and abundant when this time of crisis of losing is happening perfect that is so i mean and like, and that's what i mentioned earlier we're just going to share a little small part of ayurveda because we know <laughs> that it's so vast information that, that that they have but yeah starting starting with shatavri do some yoga get some exercise and everything we know that's the like number one rule right everything stems from digestion and in your gut so correct yeah um, so fixing- all, yeah as i said everything it's a lifestyle you know your menopause needs to be approached as a lifestyle rather than a supplement that's what i wanted to tell perfect perfect yes and everything's connected. So you fix one and it'll help adjust the rest of um, the body Absolutely. too. Absolutely. You're, you're so right on that. So right on that, Barbara. Well, thank you so much for your, for your words of wisdom. And um, anything else that you wanted to, to share before we wrap it up? Um, just uh, a thought that family should support their mothers and sisters who are going through this menopause and uh, help them go through this transition so that they can live a long, healthy life. So if menopause is done well, the women outlive their men counterparts. It has been proven. If you look at the list of longest living people on the earth, 42 people who have been on the list are all women. 43rd place for men. So, wow. <laughs> so menopause has to do with longevity. There's no doubt about it. If you take care of yourself in menopause, you have a long, healthy life ahead of you. That's what I wanted to tell all of our listeners. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you for this uh, wonderful interview and podcast that we had to support all of our uh, women folk out there going through this uh, challenging time. Yes, thank you so much. And I look forward to the next time. Thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. Namaste. Namaste to all our listeners.